If you're thinking about trying out CBD, it's very important that you find the product that works best for you. Uh, you really need to check out Green Roads. They have a bunch of different products, an assortment, an abundant selection, really, of oils, topicals, edibles, beverages, and more. They lead the industry, number one privately held CBD company in the U.S. by market share, over 30,000 five-star reviews. And remember, you can, you can use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. So if you're thinking about checking out CBD, if you know you like CBD and you want some more, you got to get it done with Green Rose. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off. What is up, everybody, and welcome into the DNVR Nuggets post-game show. I just called it, this is, to tell you what kind of mood it is, I just called it the post-game show, not the winner's lounge. <laughs> it's the winner's lounge! It's the winner's lounge! <laughs> welcome into the winner's lounge, everybody. Uh, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Guys, look, you can find the negative Nancy. We're going to get, we're going to, we are not going to obviously run from... The, the things that Denver did in this game that were maybe frustrating, annoying, you might even say, concerning if you want to go that far. But a win's a win, and you have to bank wins, and not every win is pretty. You know, you're going to have to win ugly, and that's what the Nuggets did tonight, beating the Orlando Magic. He beating Gary Harris's Orlando Magic, 119-109. Got a lot to talk about. I'm joined by Brendan Vogt, who's on vacation in his shirt. Always. I, you guys were both right about that, Eric. It was a trap game, and Dev, it was virtually impossible to lose. <laughs> there we go. You're actually right about that. They were both 100% Dead accurate. On. Uh, take your victory lap, D-line. See you guys. <clears throat> oh, there no, you're no, gone. No. That was it. We need you here. Uh, I, don't, I mean, you know, like, goddamn, the NBA is full of really good basketball players, and, like, you, you allow a team to believe that they have a chance to win, like, they can call back on the times when they were the greatest player that ever played in their hometown and they can make baskets and the nuggets just you know this was if you come out like you don't show respect to your opponent like this happens you think they didn't show respect to their opponent? yeah i do i think they look completely past them in the same way we did we were like it's i mean and we were right it's impossible for them to lose this game but like they were down 18 points well they were down 18 of course although i gotta introduce superstar dev over here do you feel like they overlooked them Yes, yes, because their coach already said that they had overlooked them. So he had the same idea that everyone else had. Uh, it's the Orlando Magic, and then the Orlando Magic came out, and they hit everything. Yeah. Um, that was a game that they were just high on. But but also, you can't just be too sad. Like, the Nuggets, even though it's against the Orlando Magic, they show, like, resilience. They show that they can yeah. fight back in a game. And that was the first time with the new look Nuggets that we actually got to see yeah. them down yes. in the game and also like down a lot and they actually like fought back. So that's not like a fully sad game for me. Yeah, I, I actually like that take. You're right that it's frustrating. You're right, right that um, you know it was annoying. I would call it more annoying than anything. Like, weren't you annoyed I with the Nuggets? That. That's where we are with the Nuggets. Like if they're yeah. down, we're like, Man, this sucks. What yeah. is this? We're like, we've become so entitled. I love it. That's yeah. all I ever wanted. Entitlement as a fan is great. Um, you know, so in this instance, so you're right, though, Dev, that you, I, I thought I was thinking this down the stretch. I always I felt like Denver was going to win the whole time. I mean, we were sitting here at all talking. And I was like, I bet money on that at halftime. Denver was plus value. And it was like, oh, this is free money. Um, but, you know, I did think down the stretch when they went to the Jokic Murray two man game and Gordon's out there. I'm thinking, you know, this is the first time they've had to go to this. They've been blowing teams out or it's come down to the end where it's been like a little weird, like set plays, this or that, lots of timeouts. Tonight was the first time where it's like, hey, we know what to do here. Up three, two minutes to go, three minutes to go. We all know what to do. And Gordon, here, let's show you how this works. And it worked beautifully. Th that, I mean, that's Dev hinted at this, and we talked about this last game. Like, this is just another type of NBA game, another type of test that this team just passed where you don't always have it. You know, like you can come out and you can be sluggish. And it, the question is, are you able to rebound or do you go into a shell and you just get shellacked if things aren't going right? And the Nuggets have shown for the second ga straight game, like the trait of resilience. And that is so unbelievably important when it comes to NBA basketball, because it is a game of runs. And sometimes you're on the wrong side of runs <laughs> and you just need to be able to like teams that aren't put together well or don't aren't complementary to one another can start to fight and bicker and just <coughs> fall apart like they're when they get tested they can just 
crumple. And the Nuggets, I mean, they shouldn't have been down. They know they shouldn't have been down. They were down by 18. They just came out at, at halftime and just like, all right, F it. And they just took took care of business immediately. That was a game that the Nuggets could have easily just said, like, just like gave up the night. Like, hey, they're, it's not our night. They're making everything. Um, I don't know about that. Either. Our shots are not falling. It's just, it's not, it's not going well. But the Nuggets didn't do that. And also, it was great just because you don't get much situational basketball, especially until it's close to the playoffs. They got it early on. Yep. And it's like, okay, we need to work on these things. We need to figure it out. We also showed that we know who we're going to go through, like, down the stretch, and, and guys are going to fill in. And that's great to see, especially for Aaron Gordon. He hasn't been in those type of situations where his team is down so big and, and – and he's like, okay, we still have a chance, and we're still going <laughs> to fight back. So, like, that was great for him to also see, like, okay, these guys are going to, like, try to win every single situation. It does not matter, That's and I'm point. not used to that. that so that, that was good for that, too. Yeah. Uh, I do think, though, you can we can go too far in the, like, moral victories, this or that. Like, I mean, they're supposed to win, and they did. Um, right, didn't happen right. exactly the, the linear way that we all expected. Um I put this out on Twitter. I got very I, people were not very happy with this take, but I do think it's one of the more important takes of, of the day. You know, Jokic gets a bad whistle. I honestly believe that. I, I think we can overdo it by by right. talking about this. Part of Jokic's challenge, and every player has different challenges. Even every superstar has different challenges. One of his challenges is that he's got to suffer through however long it is until people start giving him some call. And that call in the first quarter that he ended up picking up a take foul could have very easily been a flagrant foul Definitely. on Terrence Ross. Or an, you know, an was, ejection, too. I don't understand how you could miss that call. Like, you watch it in slow motion. He's fouled, like, four times, you know, and, and it was like it wasn't, like, subtle. That being said, I think for the last couple of games, this, there's a growing frustration with Jokic and... I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that that to me, more than anything else today, that was what happened in this game. Yoke misses two free throws. He misses layups. He's so frustrated. He's talking to the officials after every play that it took him out of it. And I'm not saying he doesn't have a right. I'm just saying that part of his challenge is right. you have to, it doesn't feel good to say, hey, get a bad whistle. You lost this one. No, you have to rise above it. I completely agree. Um, but it, it just is the case that there's a threshold, right? We're at a certain point. He reached it. And he reached it, and I like can't blame him. You yeah. know, I've been Me neither. Me neither. willing to put it in writing multiple times that it's it's his burden, whether that's fair or not, to push through it. I say all that to say I I really just think someone else has to throw a chair. <laughs> this, I'm, my I'm throw like, a chair is my eighty you know, percent serious. Oh, I'm a hundred percent serious. Throw a chair is my chair. Um, you know, I'm glad Malone challenged that call tonight, even though it had no chance of being overturned. Situationally, arguably a bad challenge, but we got to see something because yeah. Yoke can't do it for himself. He's got to stay focused, but at a certain point, like we almost went. How many quarters was it without without a shooting foul for you? Uh, was it a like great many? Uh, forty eight straight minutes. Forty eight straight minutes of play time. Wow. So, I mean, if Yoke's going to stand up for himself, if his coach doesn't do it for him at some point, and you could tell that it's actually like just really getting to him. He finally gets a call and he starts clapping today. He's oh like, man, oh, he, he was laughing push- about. He was pushing his limits a little. He, he, he definitely pushed it, and he's like. He's not doing the vocal, like, where he's screaming at the refs or anything, but he's also, like, letting you know, like, I noticed that you guys are not, like, giving me calls. <laughs> I also noticed that, like, I'm getting whacked and you guys don't care. Like, Jokic is out there as a punching bag right now. Everybody's swinging at him. Everybody's out. out there hitting him. And he still has to just keep on playing. But that's also where you have to give credit to Jokic because, like, there was the, the, the point in the game where he got pissed off and he's like, okay, I'm going to be ingre- aggressive. We're going to give me the ball every time I'm either going to make a move or I'm going to find the open man. Tonight he's finding an open man because he's not getting to the free throw line. He's not making those shots that he typically makes. But you could tell that it's just starting to like eat at him and, and, and it's now starting to show it. Are you concerned, Eric, for his frustration? Because here's the thing I said on, uh, on, on social. He's been so good all year. Right. We haven't seen those take fouls in the backcourt very often. They've popped up here or there, but we haven't seen a lot of them. We haven't seen the FU eight times in a row to Tony Brothers. I think his emotions have been largely under control, despite the fact that he's had a bad whistle, I think, all his career, not just this, this now. Right, yeah. But I am concerned that it's starting to boil over. Is this a couple games in a row where you can see him wearing it? All I know is that in the NBA, that behavior is generally rewarded. That's so true. Like I watched, I watched Luka Doncic yeah. play every game this way. Yeah, he's yeah. just like crying to the referees, and he gets rewarded for it. And so Jokic clearly like has played the. It's game. not working for him though, for whatever but, but reason. But Jokic has been playing the game of being like quiet, put his head down, yeah. again workmanlike in his approach, and it's getting him absolutely nowhere. So like the WWEification of the NBA 
uh, unfortunately goes into it the way that it's refereed as well. Like you need to make a a, a spectacle for in order for. But you have to have a seriously. thoughtful spectacle because here's the thing: I see a lot of people saying like, "I hope he brings it up in post game this or that." Do you guys remember what Donovan Mitchell a couple weeks back made it brought it up? I think Rudy Gobert also well, brought it up. Like, and what happened? The entire internet just spent 24 hours because, making fun of the Utah Jazz because it's the lamest thing in the world. But did Donovan Mitchell like had a temper tantrum through. Like, yeah, that's why I say it's tough. He threw a chair. He like hit a guy that worked. In the I mean, it was <laughs> he like did. he looked like a, he looked like a loser. You're, you're, Eric's on fire. But this is what I'm saying. The the line between loser and statement that's respected statement is so thin, and you really have to nail it. It's true, and I think that he did. Like he was. Well, he nailed it by because he's an awesome Hall of Famer. That's the point. But then he like locked in. He's like, all right, fuck it. Like yeah. I'll do this. Like whatever. We'll just go. Dev, off. how do you? How do? Oh. Uh, honest question here. How do, I mean, do you agree, first of all, that he gets a tough whistle? And if you do, how <laughs> does he get to the point where this becomes a talking point in the right way? Of course he gets, like, the wrong whistle. You <laughs> well, see, I don't want to presume. Everybody's watching him get whacked out there. Like, yeah. it's it's like it's blatant. Everyone sees it. And there's just, like, so many calls that you're like, are, are you kidding me? And, I mean, it's it's the narrative with him. But also, the only way that he gets that up to that point is early in the game for Malone to go off on a ref. Early yeah. in the game for like one of his teammates to back him in and pick up a technical fouler. Just like just to let it be known that everybody's doing it. Or in the press like in, in the post game, you go off and you just like you, write you a have letter. to do those type of things where you're going yeah. off about it. You could do the LeBron approach where you're writing letters, but you need to write a letter. if you're not LeBron, not like nobody's reading that. <laughs> yeah. You really do have to make it a point that everybody's starting to listen. If you if you put it for everybody to see, they're like, okay, we need to do it a little bit different. So use one of your post games right. and get that like take that fine because you're getting fined from for all these other things. Like we haven't seen Jokic actually do those like dumb fouls, but now he's like whacking guys. Like today he right. takes a shot at Terrence Ross. Clip that, clip he's that. so mad. By the he's way, so how about Terrence Ross? I'm surprised this hasn't happened more. I know. What did I do? I you? appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah, me too. I kind of respect the fact that he gave yeah. one back and was like five star. Yeah, it's I, like, I was like really mad in the moment, but then I was like, yeah. Why are you hitting me? Well, we talked about that. Yeah, we, I mean, talked, yeah, about we, we that. talked about, we about it, it, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all it. for it. Like, you got to make that that little bit of a spectacle to it. Um, I don't know. Like, I see some people, you know, online are saying, "Oh, the NBA doesn't want Jokic to do this or that." I think that's going too far. Like, you start getting into the conspiracy theory there. I think he's hard. I'm to in on that, by the way. You're in. A, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's. He's difficult to officiate, and for whatever reason, this league has sh their rules are so, in my opinion, so out of whack <laughs> towards like where the contact can, is allowed, or where it's not, how you're allowed to. You know, the jumping into players and stuff like this is rewarded. Yoke doesn't generally do too much of that when he has the ball in his hands. He does do a little of that jostling when he's, like, Dude, getting positioned. But. The juxtaposition of Nikola Jokic just getting absolutely mauled. Like, scraped up, arms bleeding, punched in the face, people <laughs> jumping on his back. And then, like, the next play, a jump shooter jumps gets grazed on the oh, side yeah, 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 in yeah. their shoulder and lands and it's like Beep! that's an immediate jump foul. jumps to the right what, five like, feet and gets what the call. Is, yeah. what are yeah. we doing what is this yeah. Wendell Carter fouled him across both arms <laughs> every left and oh yeah the whole thing like he got both arms the nose like he smacked the ref oh my god like, what the hell is that was, is that was a really bad one tonight um, he, he played pretty well tonight by the way Wendell Carter Jr. and I'm yeah, not I'm not going all the way to say he's like a a Jokic stop or anything but well, first of all Jokic had a pretty good, yeah, good yeah, night. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm just oh, saying yeah. it's very hard to guard Jokic, and Carter does a nice job. By the way, we put out a, the poll on Twitter to, to help us decide who the king of the game yeah, was. Yeah, we can't decide. We were very conflicted because Jokic did have oh, a good game. That? It was in the second Jokic half. is always the king of the game if we just do it by, like, you know, who was the best player. So He's go on, always go on the Twitter best player. And tell us. Uh, so let us know. It is, a, it is a tricky one for king of the game. Anyway, well, that's enough about the officiating. I do think, like, look, it's going to be a storyline that follows Jokic. I think for for quite a while, like I, I mean, it's still we're still going here. He's the MVP favorite, and we're still going. That being said, it's crazy. we will talk about you know he missed some shots early. He only goes five of eleven, which for him is like really bad efficiency. But sixteen assists, eight in the third quarter alone. Now let's talk about the greatness. I mean, this guy's doing this. It, it, it feels not that special, yeah, because we see him do this kind of stuff all the time. But sixteen assists doesn't happen from centers very often. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Matt Moore tweeted this out. The you know official list from Stathead here. This is the top 10 single-game assist marks from centers in NBA history. One Wilt, two Wilt, three Jokic, four Wilt, five Jokic, 
six seven Wilt, eight Jokic. So Jokic is uh, two guys in the top ten. Yeah, that's it. It's them. So Jokic is sixteen tonight. Tie him for the the sixth most ever put up by a center, and of course it's all Wilt and Jokic. That's awesome. And that's what I mean. I mean, tonight like he gets not a great game either. It felt like it, oh, not a good. And he was honestly almost a triple double as well with nine rebounds. He falls one rebound shy for like the millionth time. One take that like everyone at home had watching this game these last four games, Jokic and Gordon figured each other out. Oh, really, that's where I wanted to go really next. Really quickly, Real and quick. you know, at times Gordon's looked less like that explosive wide out vertical threat and more like a dependable tight end down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but Yoke loves him. I mean, if he cuts or he's in the dunker, Jokic's looking. And and Gordon, you know, obviously playing with Jokic, everyone gets better. But I do think it takes some time for most guys. And and it seems like it took Gordon 24 oh, hours. Oh, dude, I'm, I am so ready to award Aaron Gordon the title of best tight end to ever play in Denver because I've taken it away from Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, you're out. You never played here. You're no wow. longer our favorite tight end. I'm tired of listening to your garbage. You love the Lakers. You're a front runner. Goodbye. <laughs> they ha- they do at have the a connection. Club. And, you know, it's funny, like, not just the, him. You look at his efficiency tonight. Aaron Gordon has 24 points on 13 shots. I'd be very curious to find out if Aaron Gordon has ever had 24 or more points on 13 or fewer shots. I think it would be that efficient. 10 of 13, you know, he only gets to the foul line for five free throws, but he goes 10 of 13. And, you know, I, I really, you have to imagine how, how great he is because all of his strengths are on display for this. That was like the the easiest 24 points I'm sure he's ever got. Like he's really? never been in situations where he's not having to create, he's not having to do anything to generate the offense. He's just at the right spot. And that's where we started to see like his creativity today. Like he had backwards dunks, he had like oops, he had just being at the right spot. He has yeah. like open cuts. Now he's out there just playing basketball. He's not having to to play all these multiple positions or anything like that. He's just finding the right spot. And you knew he was going to get uh, get up for this game. It's against his old team, um, yeah. and he just really just wanted to like play like hard. But it also he he let the game come to him. He's not out there forcing it. But if a guy is out there just finding every single guy that's open, and you happen to be the guy that's open, and he's feeding you, you're going to just make sure that you keep working hard. And that's what Aaron Gordon is. He's a hard worker that just understand spacing and, and, and gravity and he's just always at the right spot and we've seen that tonight. I'll be curious to see what the lineup data says tonight because that lineup the starting lineup has been so great tonight and it, I think it actually ended up a positive overall. I'm not 100% positive about that but it probably was which is kind of wild given that they were down big to start I mean that first quarter was that bad um, I'm looking at this. It says that Jokic only has five assists to, Yo- to Gordon and Gordon four assists to Jokic so there's a little two way but it feels like more than then tonight you know you add a bunch onto that. Uh, Well, I got an update for you on the starters. Let me hear it. uh, So, uh, new starters update. This all comes from Matt Moore, by the way. Hardwood peroxism. So, take it with a huge grain of Uh, No, this is publicly available data. You can look it up yourself, but Matt takes the time. The streak of 30-plus net rating ends as the Nuggets new starters only go plus 24 and a half. Oh, wow. They had a plus 24 net tonight. It feels high. Um, so, guys, it's now 4-0, those five on the court together, net rating plus 33.9. Well, I mean, if you just look at the the raw plus minus in there, the starters all plus double digits and bench all minuses except for Dozier and Composite. No, Dozier and JaVale. More from Matt in the second half tonight. Denver starters averaged one and a half points per possession. They, <laughs> they outscored Orlando by 20. And here's what's crazy. So I, I was doing a little bit of this back of the envelope uh, math here. Porter and Gordon combined over four games now, 139 <coughs> points on 99 field goal attempts. That's basically 1.4 points per shot, which is really great. I mean, you know, if every time you shoot the ball, you get 1.4 points. That's pretty damn elite. So those guys, those two together, just so efficient. Yo. And then tonight you get 10 of 13 from Gordon. Porter, 8 of 14, which is also great. Um, they both get over 20 points on under 14, 14 or under shots. Those two guys, man, I'm telling you, we have to have the nickname. Slash Brothers is being t- thrown around. I like, don't like, I like, we'll see it how it would catches. be good, but it, you're right. It it's is weird copying to something else, else you know, yeah. it's a little bit, it's a little bit weird. It's it like instead though. of the, you know, like everybody had the death lineup and then people tried to make other, nothing ever right. sticks, you know, right. like <laughs> the double death lineup. Oh yeah, all right. The guys, life we, lineup. The oh, life lineup, up. yeah. yeah. So I don't, we'll see if it's, I still <laughs> like it. Those two though, they really are a two-headed monster, I feel. They're different, they but they're. Like, I'm really trying to think of like an. I really want it to be 90s R&B based. Yeah. Like it's like the, Fire and like Ice. The, the No Diggity Boys or the something. The No Diggity. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, that. that's want, not going to catch. That's not it. No, I know. I know. I, I'm just saying, at. like, I want that. I just, I'm trying to crack that nut. It's in there. Michael Porter Black remains. turtlenecks with gold chains, lip licking. Uh, <laughs> that, that's them, dude. What? what? <laughs> and they're twins. 
They'll, they'll be like, hey, girl. We just won the game. That kind of stuff. <laughs> Porter, Porter, Porter's so dang fun to watch, man. I mean, th- that three that he had to basically like ice the game was just, just so pretty. It was off a great possession, you know, inside, outside, get, kick it out. Um, his game continues to shine. And the thing that's kind of interesting about him, you know, he only, I say only, gets 14 shots tonight. He plays 36 minutes, only 14, 12 rebounds from him. He just... It's maybe this is the last time we bring it up because now it's just commonplace. But his ability to be aggressive without going outside the lines—it's like I really do feel like we've arrived there. Yeah. First off, the Jamal Murray like find on yeah, that play is incredible. Like that was that was one of his like most impressive passes. Like just to find a guy like in a spot he had nowhere else to go, he had to hit him. But then MPJ just hits it like his confidence is so high on just anything. He had a lot of, like, rebounds and finishes. He's just so yeah. long that he's just, like, at the right spot. Um, he's he's not out there, like, thinking at all. He's just out there playing, like, the right way. And he, he knows, like, it's going to come to him. And he knows that he has to be ready. And he, he keeps finding it. But, yeah, that his aggressiveness, like, really just has, like, the nuggets and the different, like, stratosphere like they yeah. just look so well when he's yeah. actually in the flow and and we've been seeing that lately that that was a that was a great game for me yeah, it's yeah. True. Uh, we've got the official nickname that will not catch on okay super chatted uh ag and mpg the double penetration boys i'm, yeah, gonna, probably say, not gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say no on <laughs> he paid he paid a super chat oh, wow. we're gonna yeah. say no on Eric, that Eric, you don't teetering on the edge yeah, tonight, dude. you're just trying to get all of us uh, yeah. to give you fire um jamal marie tonight my note on him it looks banged up a little bit. I get. I hate to say this, but tonight I saw him. You, yeah. It looked like he was a little hobbly. I think. Yeah. I mean, he was. He was. He definitely was in the second half. Um, you know, as Mike Singer tweeted. It's also worth noting. When is he not? Right. Uh, but the last month, actually, he's looked good. So to see him pull up, you know, a little bit, it looked like grabbing grabbing down low a little bit in the second half. Not great. Yeah. I thought his defense. You know, first watch is tough. You really got to rewatch to have like a full understanding yeah. of a guy's defense, but. There were spurts where I thought it was really, really good. I just thought there were moments where he was playing to win on that end of the floor. Um, so, you know, he, like from an effort and grit standpoint, he was there tonight. But I saw that, too. And it's a little worrisome. Jamal Murray, you guys got any takes he, that you want to share outside of each other's ears? Yeah, you don't want to whisper oh, to each other. Uh, Dave and I have our own thing going on. Um, yeah, we know. <laughs> we'll share later. Maybe No, we won't. It's just yeah, for no, us. No, no. Um, Jamal Murray is who we need him to be when we need him to be. He's 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 now, like, gotten into that Jokic zone where, like, you know he's going to show up when we need oh, him. Oh, he's in the For me, the closed game, like, he could have a bad game, and when the final five minutes are here, it's like, it all like, right, yeah, well, here we like go. It was, like, kind of a garbage game until it was, like, those two were just, like, gave each other the look, like, okay, it's fucking bubble time. Let's go. Right, like, yeah. We're going to two-man game it. We're going to get back in this game. Jamal Murray comes out, immediately hits a three at halftime, uh, first play at a halftime that makes a steal like he just locked in when it was required and so 38 21 by the way in that third quarter we didn't mention that earlier but that's a pretty dominant third quarter unbanned third quarters <laughs> yeah but that's, quarter that's also something that just kind of like has to frustrate you about like jamal mary is like he just like was in relaxed mode for like so long and then he finally like all right, this is embarrassing, y'all. Let's go do it. But, like, if he starts out the games like that, like, they don't get into those, like, predicaments where they're having to fight back later in the game. He he scores 22 points, but if you look at, like, his last, like, 10 games, everything comes in, like, a small stretch where he just goes nuclear and there's nothing that you could do about it. But, like, why not just do that throughout the whole game? Because we all know when Jamal Murray is, like, playing at a high level, and if he starts out at that high level, the Nuggets are cruising through games. When he's like starting out well, it's it's an it's easy game that comes for him. And today he dug deep, but you shouldn't have to against Orlando Magic. You should just be in like a, a groove. And he found that late. Yeah. So does that bother Did, you? Does it? Does he look hobbled to you though? A, a bit, just a bit. Not as as bad as the first half of the season. Right. Um, but I think that he's just like. I think he really is just in relaxed mode. He understands, like, we're, we're playing well. Nobody thought, like, I don't think that anybody thought they were losing that game. He's just like, here, let's just turn it on, and we're back in this one. You ready for a, a little ad break here? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, we'll take a break. On the other side, though, we'll get into the bench unit a little bit more. We'll also talk about R.J. Hampton. You know, like, it still feels, to me, he still feels a little bit like ours. You know, like, he feels totally. like, you know, he's like uh 
It's like our ward is that like we've given him away and now they're under he's under somebody else's watchful eye, but he's still ours. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. how it feels. Yeah, we just sent him to like military school. <laughs> he's in military school right now, so we'll give a little update. Probably on rather him. go to military school. <laughs> um, sorry, Orlando Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. But I don't want it to is. talk about their beer, fellas. I want to talk about their seltzers. They're boozies. They're seltzies. Yeah, they're boozies. When I finally introduced that seltzer line. Comes in a beautiful Jokic 15 pack. Apple pear, cherry, peach, berry, honey, dew. Head to the Breck Beer Locator to see where the closest Apple pears pack you missed the is best to one. you. Apple pear. I said that, actually. You said apple yeah. pear? He yep. did leave with it. Yep. First one I said. <laughs> did you say honeydew? I did. Okay. So if you if you want to know about all the flavors, how close they are to you, Google the Breck Beer Locator. Uh, let them know where you live. Let them know what you're looking for. They'll tell you where you have to go. Wonderful tool. Wonderful. Also, the farmhouse is open. Socially distanced, beautifully set up for outside dining. If you're more comfortable at home, you can still order curbside pickup from 12 to 8 p.m. You can get beer delivery from the Drizzly app or just head to the nearest grocery store like King Supers or Costco. Order delicious food and booze from the farmhouse if you're able. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. for pickup. And remember, use code DNVR to save. Hey, wow. shouts to Chase. I see Chase well, gave he's me got the best super chat ever. Twenty bucks for me for handing him a win, I, which I really appreciate. Um, you could take out the portion where I told you the Nuggets would win the first quarter by six, though. You could uh, subtract that. It out. doesn't count. You if you didn't call season, it a lock. You know, I did. I did come out ahead tonight in large part because of betting that Nuggets money line at the halftime or whatever when yeah. they were at positive yep. value. Yep. 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 Honestly, the Nuggets being down tonight was the best betting you could do. Like you knew they were going to win. You did. And you're like, all right, they're down eighteen. We'll, it, we'll I do love. This. I just love. You're waiting. To read another ad, aren't you? Vote. Did we interrupt you with their, your ad vote? Wow. Oh, I'm ready to go. Is it my turn? Oh my god, this guy. Oh, I'm sorry, more I was, passive aggressive than you. Oh, well, I zone out when I'm just waiting for you guys to finish whatever okay, it is you're doing. Go for it. What is um, it you have here? Have you been hearing about our partner, the Colorado oh, wow. Hawks, and how they're celebrating their 25th anniversary flower. helping <laughs> high level athletes win college scholarships? I'm sensitive, you know this. And how the Colorado Hawks are an affordable program that's never turned away an athlete over cost. Never. Now they've got that Jokic for MVP t-shirt fundraiser. Well, to say the least, the hoax coaches and players, Hawks coaches and players, that's English, represented in the state tourney. Bellevue Christian with head coach Tim Owens won the Class 1A state tournament with Hawks players Asain Diop, Nate Owens, and Logan Owens. Lutheran won the Class 3A championship with players Bay Fall, who won the MVP. And uh, help me out with this name, Dev. Uh, Mamadou Sao? Mamadou. Mamadou. Uh, the Regis girls assistant coach Artie Chani was oh, a participant. Yeah. Wait, uh, we should t- spend a little time on it. Give, give us a little update. Yeah, we haven't said this. So this. real fast. Asan Diop. So the, the state record for quadruple doubles. I can't believe there's an actual record for quadruple The record doubles. is one. I was going to say zero, but okay. One. <laughs> one. In 2017-18. Asan, he's a sophomore. 6'10 sophomore. He had four this year. <laughs> four. Quadruple doubles. Quadruple doubles. doubles. And what it's not that? like small, like 10, what, 10, what 10, the, 10. What was the fourth one? Blocks. He, he, was it yeah, blocks? Yes, he, he goes like 27 points, 28 rebounds, 12 <laughs> blocks, and like 12 assists. Like, Dude, it's those, the wildest thing you've ever those seen. Those are stats I put up on my brother in our bedroom. <laughs> in video games, I couldn't even do when that. I was then, like when I was four and years then, and old, he, he, was. he plays in 1A, so it's like really weird. But then there's uh, Bay Fall. He's in 3A, and he's he's 6'11". Um, he's the number four player in the country for the 2023 class. Woo! So they got some pretty good players over there. I like that. And last but not least, George Washington came in second in the 5A tournament with head coach Reggie Hammonds and players Kendall Johnson, Darian Hammonds, Fred Edmonds II, Eddie McPhee, uh, Keon Thompson, and Garrett Brown. Shouts to all of you. And remember, if you're looking to support this great program like many of you, many of our members already have, go to JokicForMVP.com. Purchase one of those Jokic for MVPs. It's a great message for a great cause. And you know what? It when is Jokic, a great message. When Jokic does win that MVP, you're going to really wish you had bought that shirt. So yeah. do it now. And then you'll, all you'll have have left to do is just then buy it then. But you will buy it. <laughs> all right, back here. Let's talk about the bench here, guys. Um, you know, they didn't play a lot of minutes. Here's the thing that sticks out to me, number one, when I look at the bench. And I think about the bench tonight. Paul Millsap, six minutes. JaVale gets into the game, but Paul Millsap was the guy cut out. And guess what? It worked. The second stint, yep. significantly better than the first one. Um, what do you what do you make of what you saw out of the bench tonight, Eric? I was very frustrated in the first half because I felt like Michael Malone was not being responsive to what was happening on the court. We were seeing a very dysfunctional lineup. Paul Millsap did not have it tonight. He just didn't have it. And it was like... <laughs> and part of the lineup, though, that mini lads... We, like, t- we named it the mini lads at the start of the year, those three-point yeah. core, four-point guard lineups. They haven't worked a single time. No, it's terrible. Like, we, we made an adorable little nickname of them, and like, like it's the most... We want to love that because it has such a great nickname. That's all we, we want. Can 
on, like dude. T-shirts. Yeah, but it's like the movie Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. Leprechauns are supposed to be cute and adorable, but this one kills you. Yeah, this one really does. <laughs> the mini LEDs kill us. Yeah. Um, so, but then I saw that adjustments were made in the second half, and that's yeah. all you want out of the head coach. You want to see, like, okay, let's put JaVale in. He played pretty well in a kind of comical way. Um, <laughs> he got a technical. He got a technical. He was Poor huffing puffing. I won't mention that. Oh, my God. You just uh, did. You just did mention no, I'm that. not mentioning that. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's not, good. That's oh, good. okay. Yeah. In that but case. Uh, all the same, like, he got – he was intimidating in the paint. Like, he got – he did some really good things out there. Like, you saw – you see the benefit of bringing a presence like his in. Like, Hartenstein wouldn't have been the answer there, right? Anyway, Einstein catch strays. Well, they tried that. Yeah. Yo, but like that was the whole the whole point. The, no the, tribute. The whole impetus of that trade was to help us out in that specific situation, and it paid dividends. So Do you think good. he plays more going forward, Dev? Paul Millsap, JaVale, uh, JaVale McGee. McGee. No, uh, for some energy purposes, like this was a game that, like, even if he's not playing well, he's moving extremely fast. He's like trying to get some type of life into the game. So. You use him in those type of minutes, and also with Paul Millsap, he doesn't play a lot tonight. Like he, he played bad. They took him out of the game. Like that's the type of games that he's gonna have. So, you, I don't, I don't feel like you could be too low on Paul Millsap tonight because as soon as they saw he was like, just out there just being bad, they're like, come on, come on, let's get somebody else in here tonight. But uh, yeah, I think that like you should go with Javale McGee at sometimes, just like. For like energy, like there was like there was the rebounds that he's pushing back into the like the backcourt. We haven't seen that like with the Nuggets at all. Um, those type of rebounds just keep plays alive. Yeah, totally. And he and he does those type of things and just like a lot of energy. Yeah. I wonder like what I want to rewatch. It's only five and a half minutes. Did he just change the energy? Did he also change the geometry of the court at Probably. all? Probably. Were things different for Faku with the taller threat? It didn't seem like that yeah, weird its head. Really. And he wasn't out there for that it, long. Right, and it was only five and a half minutes, so we probably wouldn't have seen it yet. But that is something I think people have wondered, like, does it help Faku to have a vertical threat out there, right? Or a guy who rolls and maybe draws a little more attention. Um, but I, I thought mostly, like, these were energy minutes from JaVale. Who are guys off the bench that are locks to play? I mean, Monte is a lock. Monte's a lock. Who else is a lock, actually? Jermichael Green. You think he's a lock? He's turned into one. Um, Do you think he's a lock, Dev? I think he's a lock to get minutes. To get not minutes. play a lot of time, but he's a lock. To get minutes. Is he a lock? For playoff rotation? Just Yeah, just minutes. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. All right, so there's two lock. locks. Are there a third lock? I mean, it looks like it's Faku. I know. It does look like that's <laughs> yeah, no way. It's pretty secure. I guess you would have to say, like, Millsap, you're going to give Millsap some minutes. They just He's going to get some. small yeah. minutes. He, I feel I like he's know, a lot. I man. I don't think they just push him out of the lineup, like, completely. I just don't see that happening. That, that bench lineup, and this is the hard part about making trades mid-season, that bench lineup doesn't make sense, in my opinion, but they weren't designed to be this. Like, I mean, yeah. a little bit it was weird anyway, grabbing Faku, but some of this is you move pieces around, and all of a sudden now you're kind of grasping for straws a little bit, but um, I, you know, I do like the idea of JaVale out there creating a little bit more rim gravity and this or that, but you do have to have the spacing around right. it. Monte provides a little bit of that. He was, he was good, by the way. I mean, it's weird. He's a almost team worst minus six tonight, but you know, it was nice to have him back out there, you know, knocking down shots, making oh, plays great, like just emotionally steadying. Uh, very steady plays. Very, uh, very the, steady. the chat has said that we, and obviously we need to refer to them as the mini bads. The mini bads. That's so good. That is so true. The mini bads. Oh, you guys are on your game. Uh, I am going to do that. I am <laughs> too. That's, that's stock. Like, that's a nickname that there's no question. Tell us where to send the check. Yeah, Everyone we'll put their it. Venmo in. Uh, another thing that happened tonight, you know, Monte Morris gives you 10 points. He's sort of the sixth starter, Monte is. I mean, a lot of people have talked about him maybe starting. He's the captain of the bench unit, but he's like the closest thing, right? The rest of the guys, you get five points tonight from Jermichael. You get three from uh, JaVale. You get three from Compazzo, and you get zero from Dozier. And this is becoming a little bit of a, a problem. At the half, that start, that bench unit had only had five points. They played six, seven minutes. They only had five points. It's just it, it's tough. I think that's the difficulty of that lineup is I don't think it's ever, uh, points are ever going to come that easy. The worst part is, like, that was a good um, game for the bench, like, <laughs> what we've been seeing lately. Like, the second you know. stint was good. Yeah, the second like, stint was a lot because better. Because it was different people. Yeah, it was a different combo. And this is what kind of what I'm getting at. And you, this is why you said you think – this is actually why I brought up Millsap. You guys all said he was a lock. And I'm thinking somebody has to be the fall guy. And to me, it's only those – there are only three possible people. It's Compazzo, it's Millsap, or it's Dozier – 
one of those three guys is going to end up being the fall guy, right or wrong. And yeah. I think Millsap might end up being it. But I think that Millsap will get the benefit of the doubt, and he'll always get the minutes until he proves that he's not worthy of them. Yeah, maybe. So but he'll like always other, play the first stint. Like yeah, and then like if it's not working, then it's like, all right, did mm. JaVale get in there? Najee, get in there. Like, yeah. The other element is you. it certainly seems as though you can tell Paul Millsap you're not playing tonight. You know, yeah, and I think he's at a stage in his career where he'll. I wonder, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know about the rest of the season or whatever. Honestly, but. like at this stage in the season, he's probably like, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like rest up until the playoffs. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe let's talk about our for him too. Our long lost son, R.J. Hampton. He was great tonight. He Sixteen great, points. Man. He was a team worse minus fifteen. That probably tells you a little <laughs> something. He goes seven of thirteen, and he made like a lot of hustle plays. Like, the one thing that I loved about RJ when he was here was that you could tell winning was important to him, playing hard was important to him, and he just always kind of does those things. Like he he likes to measure. I felt like tonight he got to measure himself against Jamal Murray, somebody he clearly has a lot of respect for, and and he did he did a great job. Yeah, he didn't look like a rookie out there. Like he's actually like playing. Uh, meaningful minutes uh, on a team that I mean the Magic aren't good, so they're going to lose like a, a lot. <laughs> this is a learning like this is like for him. for him, and he's also going to like he's going to have times where he looks like a really good player, and there's going to be times that he has to learn on the fly. But he gets that in like his first year, so that's going to be great. Tonight he goes out there and he like he gives his all. Like he was really like playing like exceptionally well in the first half. Um, second half not so much, and he also gave us like one of the the best. Petty moments of the season, like that whole Jamal Murray like airball. They were going at each other. But <laughs> Jamal, when he airballed the three, and Jamal kept pantomiming that he was ducking for cover <laughs> over and over. <laughs> that, that was good. I mean, but that's like beautiful because you know that those guys are homies. They love each other. You know, yes, but I, was, I will say, I think like, Jam- I would do that to you, Adam. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, of course. But here's the thing, Jamal, I think has a little of the Jordan in him. Where like he likes to believe, like, I like to believe guys. But if it actually hurts your feelings, like I'd be like, I feel yeah, a little you're bad. Like, oh, like, oh geez, I went like, too far. Let me yeah. bookmark that so I can yeah. then re- email it to him later. That, that's <laughs> exactly. And I feel like Murray has a little bit of that in you, where he's like, "Yes, I got him to cry." <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, he's got a little. I thought a little nasty to him. I thought RJ looked great, and I thought that play was it. Ennis that he threw the alley oop to. And then one of them screamed, uh, "We like that!" Oh yeah, no, it was no, it was it was RJ. Yeah, we like that. I did not like that. Well, I didn't like that either. In hindsight, now that they won by ten, I can go back and like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was just cool, man. RJ's a fun player, and I tweeted this out. I'm sure Orlando is probably not on his short list of preferred places to develop, but he is going to get a lot of run. Do you think it helps a player to go from a winning organization and then to a playing organization? Like, if he was just in Orlando, you right, sometimes right, right, right. just learn to lose. But he saw just enough of what an actual good team is like. First, to, he got the habits. Now he gets the run. Now he gets the uh, run. So, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it might work out. I'm telling him. you, you watch. Part of the story tonight is you watched a lot of these guys. Okiki was great. Dennis, whoever's great. What happened down the stretch? Air balls. Right, like every right. shot down the stretch in crunch time reality, was like a no hoper. It was a little reality, but it was also a little bit of a like deep down they know that they suck. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm serious, like not forever. I'm just saying where they're at yeah, on the yeah. totem pole, and maybe RJ doesn't have that yet. Like he hasn't been there for all the mm. losses. To your point, he's got a little bit of a hey. Why can't we? They're just guys. We can beat them. Yeah. Oh, you know? Kiki being seven for seventeen is the most surprising. I know. Thing I, I, I thought s- he was eighteen s- for seventeen. Where he shot ninety percent. <laughs> what a your felt like stupid, it. stupid game we just watched. I'm Be- glad it, it like worked out well, and we got totally. some like, good. Me- but th- I mean, we were like grumpy for that first half. We were like, "This team sucks. I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. I, what have I done? I, why did I allow myself to feel good feelings?" And I got gassed up by the national media somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like your I, head I, got big. I took the bait. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, that's and funny. then and then they won, and it's you know it's like, yeah, they're gonna. They're, they're just good enough. If they're you just think enough. logically, teams win like half their games, maybe a little bit more. If you only get to celebrate not only the wins, but the ones where they win to a satisfying degree and I form know. that you we, like. You like, only get to celebrate like 20 wins a year. So true. Every other win is like, they won by six, but they sh- I mean, they won by 10 tonight. We it's should like, they should have won by that. 17. Well, they should it's have. And so we funny. should also be elated that they came back from an 18-point yeah. deficit. Like, well, yeah, but it, didn't, did. it doesn't feel good right now. Right now it feels like... Uh, like we didn't 
I feel study great. all I we feel great. study all semester yeah. and then we like we Oh no, you had the dream crammed at the end. You had the dream that it's well, that's what it felt finals like. are here yeah, and you all, haven't attended class yeah, once. Yeah, like the fourth quarter started and Jamal Murray just, like just found his syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> he was like trying to find Cliff's notes. Lucky <laughs> luckily he's Doogie Hauser over here. Just does anybody catch that reference? Doogie yeah, Hauser. Yeah. You got you got a little bit. bit. You got Doogie Hauser. Well, come on. Look at Dan's face, bro. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was like Ooh, five and zero. Oh. You guys, you guys know the game that's on deck. Detroit. Oh, we got a little. So we just had the Aaron Gordon reunion with his old team. Now you get the JG reunion. Man, with if his we old get another team. one of these. Oh, what a question! You cannot. No way. Does Jeremy Whoa. Grant? Does Jeremy Grant get a tribute? Does Jeremy Dude, this Grant is the greatest so question ever. Mad online. If this Jeremy Grant is, gets a tribute. There's no way. This is like the question that philosophers of our time will ponder. That's true. Does Jeremy Grant deserve wow. a tribute video? What do you say, Dev? They will give him something. I don't think it's going to be like a good tribute like the Gary Harris one or anything like that, but he'll have something that they'll put up there before. He's a huge reason why they went to the is, Western is Conference Finals, man. Is it in Denver? Yeah, Sorry. it's in Denver. Yeah, they'll give him something that they you could just look up and then just go out and about. You think day. it'll be like a very like half-assed the, yeah, video? Yeah, <laughs> like It's not quick. even great highlights. It's did, like, did they this have, is a Did R.J. Hampton get one today? <laughs> the last highlights. Yeah, R.J. Hampton got one. They said it was very short. The there last highlights, LeBron scoring on him. Just You think it'll just be a graphic where it's like, like Jeremy Grant, thank you. Yeah, like one of that's the, what one of the scenes that's in it should be do. Tim Connolly offering him an offer sheet that matches what Detroit <laughs> and him saying no. That's yeah. in the video. If Jeremy gets one, we at DNVR have to make the Kata Bates Diop tribute. But the other thing, the other, the other thing is that we have a Mason Plumley tribute video. Is oh, that Mason that Plumley you're right. is He's happening. Gonna, so Mason. Oh man, then maybe you combine them. <laughs> I love these social politics. You combine them, but it's more Mason than it is. Like Mason has more highlights, is more around. Oh boy, the Mason Plumley tribute video is actually hilarious. See, there are some great moments from him. Holy smoke! Think about the Mason three? Plumley. Think about him this way. <laughs> yeah, the three where he does this thing just, is like all tiber, and then like that, yeah. and then just a hundred reverse dunks, reverse dunk over and over. Think and about over. how this. How many players have a meme, a on court meme? He had an on court meme, reverse dunks. Like he would seek out opportunities. Did you get to that top dunk. shot? That NBA top shot yet? I haven't gotten it yet, man. I would take the Mason Plumley three. Like, I would take that. That one, is literally man. the top shot. Pay top dollar. Hey, get at me if you have that one. <laughs> um, the last thing we didn't talk about this with Aaron Gordon earlier, but you know his defense. Defense sometimes gets swept under the fridge. If you're not <laughs> too close, it's a lot like ice. In that it way. is like ice in that way, but you know, Aaron Gordon tonight had a three or four not good defensive plays, great defensive plays. Man. The one where he jumps up, somehow strips the ball in the hand and catches it on the landing, like that's an elite defensive play. Aaron Gordon's like uh, big plays all came in spurts. Like it wouldn't just be on one way. End, yeah. Whenever he made yeah. a huge defensive stop, they made sure to give him the ball on the opposite side. Like. Yeah. They just was coming hand in hand. That play was incredible. Nobody even cares that he stepped out of bounds and still. I know that's what I thought too. Nobody cared because it was such an incredible play that everybody's like, "How the hell did he do that?" You're not even watching (laughs) the feed anymore. Then he goes down and does like the crazy finish. Like, but he he's such an interchangeable like guy that he could just step out and do anything. The Magic didn't have a good guy, so he didn't have to like slow anybody down. So he's just kind of out there. Um, so that made it a little bit different, but the plays that he makes, Jeremy Grant wasn't making those plays. He just wasn't. Yeah. He really you was that, not. Jeremy? Yeah. I know you watch this show every night. Na- We've moved on. Aaron Gordon's our guy. We, <laughs> yeah, we sound really moved on. <laughs> Leaving know, voicemails. We're like, like, we're like, we don't even think about you anymore. <laughs> don't listen to this voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> we're barely driving outside of your old house anymore. <laughs> we're barely doing it. Hey, how do you score that play that he did? The, is that a blocker strip? I said strip, 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 steal. So. That's why Jokic has no blocks because all of his blocks are actually steals on shots. Mm. Don't you? You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Where he goes up, but Jokic blocks it here. Yeah, uh, but it's a it's a strip. All right, let's take our final break. Harrison Wynn wrapping up with Aaron Gordon as we speak. Gonna hear from him going up against his old team. Kind of curious what he had to say. Um, but first. 
first, Brennan's going to shoehorn Will Barton's stat line in. Oh, oh yeah. We didn't actually talk about Barton Do at all. Do you know why? Because it wasn't that bad. Five for 11, shot fewer shots than Murray, Gordon, Porter, shot as many times as Jokic. Two for four from deep, eight rebounds, four assists. That's a good game. The one thing I'll say, it was a classic Barton game. There were moments of extreme frustration. Yeah, In we, fact, the early... I always say Barton is another one of these guys where it's like this. When he... The first quarter, everybody was bad, but he was especially bad in that first quarter. He just makes sure that... He picks his moments to have loud mistakes when yeah. the team needs something good to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he makes some horrible mistake where you're like, I want to die right now. I just want to die right now. But it's good. Why, why, like, why do you have to dribble into the teeth of the defense before you decide what you're going to do? He did that a lot of times. And also, I just can't believe he's missing all those layups. He can't, like, man. He that can't is not miss them. to miss layups like that, especially like a player like him. But he... He's figuring out new ways to miss layups. He really it is, is impressive. He did turn it over three times. I glossed right over that part. Okay, here's the read. Green Mountain <laughs> Dental Group. We've had several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group. As you know, uh, they've made them their per permanent dentist. They've hit us up. They've let us know how much they appreciate the recommendation. Um, you should do the same. Like, be honest with yourself. When's the last time you went to the dentist? Probably way, 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 way too long ago. Green Mountain Dental Group will treat you like family. Uh, they're the best and family-owned dentist in the metro. They're huge Colorado sports fans, just like you, just like me, just like all of us here at DNVR. They're a longtime DNVR partner. They show us some love. Let's show them some love. It's only 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Remember, when you get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, you walk out the door with a free Sonicare what? toothbrush. Free. That's a great what? value. Check out our friends at Green. Yeah, if you go to Mountain Target and you Dental. walk out with a free uh, Sonicare toothbrush, you'll be arrested. That'd be shoplifting. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a really good point. Really strong Thanks, point. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, good point, Eric. Um, listen, it's always great when you can get stuff delivered to you. Subscribing to Strava means you'd never have to buy coffee in the store again. It'll land on your doorstep every two, four, six, or eight weeks. It's up to you, whatever you prefer. And you receive 20% off your CBD-infused coffee every time. If you're a first-time user, Strava is now offering a 25% off code to our listeners. So for all you loyal listeners who've already used the 20% off code, you can now re-up and save 25%. Use code DNVR25 at checkout. CBD-infused coffee helps with chronic headaches, joint pain, IBS, and so much more. No coffee jitters if you're looking for that second or third cup like I am. So remember, purchase online for 25% off using code DNVR25 or subscribe and save 20% off every order at Strava Craft Coffee. Did we hit King of the Game yet? We haven't. Okay. Um, I decided since you guys didn't put a pullout. We didn't put a pullout? Nope. <laughs> yeah, who's the social media manager? Get Sick, on that. Dude. Sick, bro. Uh, nice work. <laughs> listen, when it comes to car and home insurance, uh, don't we all deserve better? I know I do. Lots of members and staff at DMVR put their policy to the test, and they turn to Gabby, which literally stands. I just learned this. Forget a better insurance. Gabby's not an insurance provider. Uh, it's like price shopping. Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. And here's my favorite part. They'll never sell your info. So no annoying spam or robocalls. If you get a weird call from a weird number in the middle of the night, just assume that's Eric. Ignore it. Roll over. Go back to sleep. No, Put your policy answer. to the test like we did. Get a better insurance with Gabby. It's totally free to check out. There's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash DNVR. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash DNVR. One more time. Gabby.com slash DNVR. King of the game. Who'd you go with? Aaron Gordon. Aaron. Aaron. I like it. Aaron He's 10 Gordon. of 13 from the field as 10 well. 10 of 13. 24 points on 13 shots is not bad. The king in the middle. What? That, well, oh, that's we're his not nickname. really north or south. I don't know. I do like how the ha the the crown is the same, like right along his headband. You did that intentionally, I assume. It's very, <laughs> I did, yeah. and it's very good. I wow. noticed the details. See, Kale, you do a really good work. He's got real artistic integrity when he puts that crown. It on. It looks like well, there might be a gust of wind coming in. Oh, I, I'm no. not. All right, let's fire through them as quickly as possible here. Yeah. Right. We love your super chats. This one comes from KC McNatt. Feels like Malone. I'm yelling. It feels like Malone <laughs> needs to take a tech to defend players. Oh, yeah. uh, his player calls and Jokic. Well, I, the Cronkies I don't pay him enough. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Co coach's salaries aren't made public. I don't know. He's saving his money. I think. I don't. I don't really know. I also does it work. I don't know. I would be mad if I had to pay <laughs> multi thousand dollars for something I said on this show. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I made a lot of money, that, that would that would not. You need to stick up in the comments for <laughs> Dev and like lose. <laughs> A significant <laughs> portion of your income to prove to Dev that you care about what him right now. Would you do it? 
<laughs> yes. No. no. <laughs> All right, Scott. Scott Carpenter, thoughts on Berserker as Gordon's nickname. He was talking about it in the Discord. Not going to lie, Scott, that's probably not going to work. I mean, um, I really love the word berserk. It's among my favorites. I love that you took the vowels out. We're all about that here at GNVR. But, um, berserk! Uh, it's probably not going to stay, but thank you for the super chat, Scott. Slow Nethercut, what do you guys think of uh, Slash and Cash for MPG and AG duo? Yeah, also, Peter, happy Easter. Uh, Peter 63 Heaters also put that in chat. Wants to make sure it was credited. I, I like it. Slash and Cash. Slash and Cash is There might be something there. We can yeah. get in the lab with that. Tango and Cash. Happy Easter to you too, Sloan. We appreciate you. Any more, Kale? Uh, this is Gordon's seventh game with 24 more points on 15 or less shots. Wow. Well, I guess it's not that impressive. Uh, so it's uh, thank you for doing that research, and I was dumb for thinking this was a nice game from him. <laughs> Anyways, wind giant. All right, the wind. Hey. The man with the wind in his hair, Harrison Wynn. Look at him right there at Ball Arena. An, an emptying ball, ball Arena. Ball Arena. Harrison, what was the atmosphere like with real fans? It was awesome, to be quite honest, guys. It was really, really cool to be here tonight. <laughs> A lot different, obviously, from, you know, the first however many games without fans. And the fans were jacked up to be here tonight, I felt like. They were hyped. Now, they didn't have much to cheer about in that first half. But you could tell, like, they really wanted to get hyped. They really wanted to go crazy. And they did at times. But um, I felt like it made a difference. Yeah. Definitely. When at what points did you feel like it was making a difference? Because that first half, like nothing was making a difference. Yeah, so I don't know if there's any player in the league that may benefit. And this is crazy because he was amazing in the bubble. And this is wild. But like Jamal Murray plays off the crowd so well. Yeah. yeah. And he had a couple of moments in that fourth quarter where um, he was playing to the crowd. He was also playing to the RJ Hampton little ride really that was going on totally. within the game, but he was also playing to the crowd too. I felt like that really picked him up. That dunk, by the way, we didn't talk about it. That reverse dunk, that was the, he always surprises me yeah, because I think he's not going to dunk it than he does. That one, the most shocking. I thought for sure that was a below the rim layup. That one, that one felt like a, an archer's shot from a hundred yards out where you just were not ready and it went. Just stabbed you right oh. in the heart. Like, that that was, I've never experienced that. That was but the it blue arrow like of dunk. Bad. You've never experienced that shot in the heart with mm. an arrow from oh. like 100 feet out. Well, uh -oh. it's, it's exactly great. like that dunk. <laughs> uh, all right, well, take us inside the locker room after the game, Harrison. What did Michael Malone have to say about this one? Yeah, so speaking about that first half, Malone said he thought it was the worst half of the year. And I was. the players kind of echoed those comments. I mean, yeah, uh, it was. And it's funny because Nikola Jokic was asked about that. And he said, like, it's kind of a normal thing for us. When we have an off day, we always play really bad in that next game. Mm. I thought that was interesting. Do we have any uh, he, indication why they had an off day? Well, I, I feel like this is obviously how the schedule is, but it's odd because they had to fit that Pistons game in. Right. And they fit it in on Tuesday, but it's a back-to-back -back now. Yeah, so it's kind of annoying. It. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, um, Nicole just pretty much said, like, we had really bad energy in that first half. We didn't do anything good. We didn't run the sets the right way. Uh, we didn't try. Like, we, we just weren't focused. It was all bad. It was the worst half of the year. But I did think this was interesting from Aaron Gordon. On that first half and how Denver bounced back, he said – and I'm guessing he's speaking from experience here, guys. He said a lot of teams that get down by 18 in the first half, they would let go of the rope. For us to fight back, it's a testament to where this team can go. I think it is. I mean, we talked about this earlier, but I really do think that's a, you know, we, we weren't surprised. In fact, we all put money on the Nuggets to win at half. And I, I do imagine he was on a lot of teams that, you know, in some of those Orlando teams that didn't have that same fight. So... I think that's. I yeah. think that was an, a small victory that came from this game. Was he now knows he's on a team that doesn't doesn't quit. Yeah, uh, Michael Malone was all asked about his frustration level about the officiating, and I don't know about you guys, but like 
The Nuggets' frustration with the officiating seems to be rising by the game right now. Yes. And it almost felt like it boiled over tonight. Like, it took Nikola Jokic out of the game in the first half particularly. Yes. Um, it was a huge factor tonight. Malone kept, him, uh, kept himself short and sweet. He just said, quote, my frustration level is high and left it at that. Uh, what do you think of that, Wind? I mean, like, do we know if Michael Malone comes out and makes a big scene about it? Like, is that going to fundament- fundamentally change how Nicole Jokic is refed? Probably like, not. Maybe. feel like it might be able to help a little bit. It would get people talking. That's what which, he has to do is it has to become a major talking point. Yes. It right. needs to lead like, the yeah. jump. Right, exactly. Like, if he does in that tonight and makes a big scene, people are talking about that on the jump tomorrow. The entire league, kind of all the national podcasts maybe devote a quarter of a segment to that. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. Throw the chair. Hashtag uh, throw the chair. All right, what else inside the locker room tonight? Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of talk about Aaron Gordon, of course. I mean, the guy goes 10 of 13 from the field. I asked Monte about just his initial impressions about Aaron Gordon and how he's just been a seamless fit, it seems like, from the first game. And he says that Gordon's saying to all the guys in the locker room, these are the easiest baskets I've gotten in my whole career. Like, he's (laughs) saying that to guys after games. That's hilarious. It is true, though. I mean, most of his... He's, we were talking, he's early, He's starting to reverse dunk these just for fun. I mean, he, he has time. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, Nicola was talking about Aaron Gordon as a weapon. You guys will like this. He said, he's a big target. He's like Mike. It's oh, my goodness. Like he like Mike. On the floor. Wow. Slash and cash. Slash and cash, man. Maybe, that, maybe that's it. Slash and cash. I like it. What, no, what else? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm working it through the old gears here. You're working it through the gears. Well, we're, we're still workshopping it. Slashing cash. I it's like growing it. on me. It's growing on me. Um, no, I, I, I hate forcing a nickname, but I don't mind it. <laughs> I'm going to say I don't mind it. <laughs> I do like it. Meanwhile, you're only known Pragmatic. as the man with the wind in his hair. That was forced. We, <laughs> that was definitely we forced. hit that every game forever, and now it's stuck. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of these dumb ones. Um, I, I do like that, though. Um, you know, it's funny that Michael Porter said he's like my twin, and now you have Jokic saying they're like two, having two of them. You know, there is something to this. I mean, there's a really – I love the dynamic. I honestly do. I really love the dynamic between those two. Yeah, and I thought it kind of went under the radar tonight. Porter finishes with 20 and 12, seven offensive rebounds. Oof. Like, I don't think he was particularly great on both ends tonight, but – I mean, out of nowhere, seven offensive rebounds. That's major. Yeah. yeah. Huge. huge. Uh, Monte Morris, what did he have to say? (laughs) Monte was funny. Uh, He was asked about just coming back. And, you know, he's never really dealt with an injury before, guys. Monte's played in every potential game over the last two seasons, but has missed, I think it's 12 games this year. So he never gets hurt. And he was asked about just kind of coming back and whatnot. And he was like, I was really excited to come back. We were rolling. We won 13 to 16, and I come back in my first game. We're down by 20. <laughs> like, what's going on here? So true. That would yeah. that would suck. Yeah, Monte was talking about just the second half comeback and what really went on that first half. And he said, "We just beat ourselves. We've got the ability to win a championship. We've got the ability to do really special things. But the thing that continually holds us back is sometimes we just beat ourselves." Yeah. Anything else? Monte, uh, I asked him about RJ Hampton because that was like a fascinating subplot to me tonight. Totally. RJ Hampton, to no one's surprise, I feel like just came out firing. And he was John with the Nuggets bench. He was John with Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray was, was John back with him. And Monte said that going into the game, RJ was like texting them and FaceTiming them. Hmm. So they knew he was going to come out like super aggressive based on everything he was saying. That's hilarious. I love yeah. it, though. He really looked great tonight, RJ Hampton. I really saw like flashes of him progressing into a very usable player in the NBA. In the totally. Future. I mean, there were like moments that were fun uh, 
when he was here, but he was never, his leash was so short that you never really saw him fully expand his wings. And tonight he looked like little baby Westbrook, like what people are saying. <laughs> um, Another uh, thing I thought was great that Monte Morris said, and this is just classic Mr. Nugget energy. He goes, <laughs> Mr. I told Tim that the Aaron Gordon pickup was a great pickup. <laughs> Along with JaVale and Gary. I, I love it. I, I love thinking of Tim Conley getting texts from Monte all the yeah. time about this stuff. Good work, Chief. Yeah. He's, so yeah, no, he's, like, he's like, thanks, mister. <laughs> that was funnier. Monte is the <laughs> I even surprised myself. Monte's great, man. Monte's great. Any, any other takeaways, thoughts, or comments that you think are worth sharing? It was just great to have a ton of fans in the building tonight. It really was like you could tell the crowd was super hyped to be here. It seemed like definitely in the second half, the players sped off of it. And um, the first fan in the building tonight, guys, do you have any guesses on who the first Nuggets fan yes. in Ball Arena tonight was? Yes. Monty super Morris. fan Vicky. That's exactly right. Yeah. The first awesome. fan in the building tonight. That's Super great. Van Vicky holding up the signs like always. So. Nature's healing, baby. That's actually wonderful. Exactly. That's Where the hell was I? Why wasn't I in the building? Where were you? Why weren't you there? I don't know, man. I don't like not You're going to show up for a game. You're going to call in sick one day, and then you're going <laughs> to be on the broadcast. On you'll hear me <laughs> screaming hours after the game is ended when we're just trying to do his report, <laughs> screaming, let's go from <laughs> my seat. I love it, man. All right, Harrison, thanks so much. Uh, oh, actually, I should ask you about the tribute video. You know, what was the reception like to – and I hear there was a second one. I've only seen the Gary Harris one. I have not seen the R.J. Hampton one. Yeah, so they did a Gary Harris one, I think, at, like, the second time out. Um, it was good. It was good. Like, a minute and a half long, I think. Played a bunch of the hits. The shot against Oklahoma City, of course, was sure. featured. Got a standing ovation from the ball arena crowd. There were even some Gary Harris chants going on. Oh, no, that. you're going to make me cry. Make him cry. Yeah. Prove you can do it. How did Gary receive this uh, ovation? Well, first of all, I'm glad he was here. I'm, I'm glad he made the trip. It would have made like, it a very awkward video showing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he seemed super appreciative. He was um, chatting with the guys post game. It's funny, like he was working out post game, like running laps because he's trying to get his conditioning up, obviously, trying to get some cardio in. And that just had to be so weird for him. It's like running laps, warming up while, you know, the guys who he's been teammates with for four, five, six years just also warm up. It must have been really weird. So true. Do you think uh, Jeremy Grant gets a tribute video on Tuesday? <laughs> uh, yes. Mostly because if they didn't give him one, it would become a massive like talking point. <laughs> okay, alrighty. It's true. It's like, can we? Are we going to lead the jump in the wrong way, or are we going to have yeah. our video intern spend three hours to cobble yeah. together three clips and just move on with our lives? Yeah. All right, Harrison, get home safe. Thank you so much, brother. See you guys. R.J. Hampton also had the tribute video too. Came uh, came a little bit into the first quarter. Much shorter though. There weren't as many highlights. To make <laughs> There's not. There's the dunk. Um, <laughs> Maybe that one shot. I, like a jumper, like a catch Oh, and yeah, shoot. I forgot yeah. about the jumper. So oh, no, he had a layup and then a shot, yeah. Oh, did we just lose him? No, well, we lost win. We said goodbye to win. Oh, okay. Um, that wraps up. You guys have any final thoughts? You can cue up the outro music there, Kale. You guys have any I thoughts? Do, I have some final thoughts. The Denver Nuggets are oh, here we go. going exactly <laughs> on the route that they need to be going to prove to themselves and to the world at large that they can do this. They can face different types of adversity. They can rise above it. They can find new depths to what it is um, for their connection to be a team. It's great. I mean, not every game can be a blowout. You don't learn anything about yourself. Like That's a good point. The, the, the Nets are going to go through this because they have all of these top players that aren't playing together. They're going to come together in the playoffs. They've never been tested. Their metal has never been tested. And you're going to see, like, real cracks form in that foundation. I was, really, I was wondering about this about the Utah Jazz. Because the Utah Jazz last year, obviously, you know, up 3-1, they collapsed. This year, they're killing everybody. And I was wondering if they, like, they're not killing everybody quite like the, the Warriors were, where the, you knew they were the best. Nobody, I, I wonder if there is something, too, like, they need to toughen up. They need a couple, like, 
come from behind wins and this and that. They're not kidding them because they keep beating everybody, but they beat the Magic by 50 last night. I'm going to go the other way with my final thoughts. Uh, not every game is revealing. Um, <laughs> as Wind Love said, it. It, as Wind closes this beautiful tweet with, anyways, Nuggets have won 14 of 17. That's, oh, that's the, that's the key stat They've there. won 14 of 17? <laughs> that's the key stat, man. They're rolling. Holy smoke. So, Michael Porter Jr. is averaging like 20 to 21 points over that stretch on like 90% shooting. Oh, yeah. It's great. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. There's a really good chance this is our YouTube channel now. So you're not going to want to miss anything. And we got to get those numbers up. We were so close. Like 10,000 subscribers is a huge benchmark. It really helps our channel. Yeah, we, we were at 9,700 at our old one. And so we're going to have to get that up. We have to start. We're started at the top, you, but now we're I here. I YouTube was intimidated by us. They were so intimidated, bro. They what? were. What if we got like all of the subscribes and then YouTube was like, we ran out of subscribes. That's probably what happened. That's what I think happened. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. We're going to see you all again. Don't forget, become a member, DNVR member. Going to have the list up tomorrow. Can't wait. See you. Good. Before we get out of here, we want to remind you about MSU Denver Online. Puts a dynamic education at your fingertips. You don't have to choose. You don't have to wait for your life to get back going here. Uh, You can get it all done from the safety and convenience of your home. You know, a lot of things are pivoting to online these days. A lot of schools aren't prepared to provide online education. MSU Denver Online, that's not the case. They know what they've been doing. Um, They know what they are doing. They've been doing this for years. They put you in contact with teachers who who have real-life experience um, inside the field that you're looking to get into. So check out MSU Denver Online. Do not put your life and your education on hold. Keep it moving and do it with trusted hands at MSU Denver Online.